Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. So you can use an entire bottle to make recipes like buffalo chicken dip or buffalo nachos. Or even things that don't start with buffalo. Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything. Craig, it's almost time for another Cougar Football Saturday. I'm ready to drop 70. We might. Yep, we might. There's a pretty decent chance. The funny thing is, though, like we've been on this drop 70 train for, you know, whatever, like eight years now. But it's like, like even after, um, you know, Arizona last year, it was kind of like, yeah, that's actually kind of hard. (laughs) <laughs> you realize yeah, how Arizona hard it is to score twice, 70. twice against Arizona just seems like you're scoring relentlessly. Yeah. And you still, and well, still you end up there. with, you know, the first time it was a missed extra point. This time it was a missed extra or botched extra point and a missed field goal that kept right. them from doing it last right. time. Yeah. But anyways, this is podcast versus everyone. This is the, I am Craig Powers. This is the Northern Colorado preview show. I am with Jeff Newser. Jeff, how are you feeling today? Are you recovering from yeah. your flu? Here's how I'm feeling. Ah, beautiful. That's how I'm feeling. I just finished my first day of teaching. My uh, my vocal cords are nice and warmed up after talking all day. Oh, yeah. They sound like it. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing. Like, we podcast during the summertime. I don't talk a lot during the summertime. Like, I mean, yelling at your kids doesn't really get the vocal cords warmed up. You kind of have to talk, like, all day. Uh, speaking so, of. Yeah, speaking of child interruption. So, anyway, yeah. So, I, I have I have earned this beer. I know we don't have a beer segment, you know, but I'm going to go ahead. Not for the show. Uh, yeah, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this is all about the wordplay from abomination brewing company great in boston and so there we go uh, wow you'll have to tell me about that one but i uh i'm drinking a beer as well i'm drinking cathedral tree it's an barrel barrel oak barrel aged pilsner uh from fort george brewing as you know i'm in lincoln city this week and i picked yeah. it up on the way down in astoria but that's all we'll talk about beer let's get right into Northern yeah. Colorado, the very good northern. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> very bad. Northern so Colorado. Northern Colorado was finished or picked to finish last in the Big Sky by both the coaches and the media. So unanimous. I don't know if they were unanimous pick, but they were definitely picked last. Uh, they finished two and nine last year. Played an entire uh, well. FCS and below schedule, so they didn't play any FBS teams last year. Still finished two and nine. Um, yeah, they're uh, Northern Colorado is a school of about twelve thousand students, located in a city of about a hundred thousand called Greeley. Um, the only thing I had ever known about Greeley before this was that uh, the brewery Wildworks Brewing was located there, and they they make some bangers. All right. Um, yeah. If only they could pass off some of that banging to the Northern Colorado Bears. Do you see what hey-o, I did there? Hey, hey, Do you see what I did there? Hey-o. But, uh, yeah, so Northern Colorado has been in uh, Division One FCS since 2006. They've had two 6-5 and five seasons in 2015-2016. That is all their winning seasons they have had. They are coached by an alum. Ernest Collins Jr. He's been there for a long time, nine years. He did coach them to those winning seasons 
other than that, it's been not good. They they do have a couple Division Two national titles from the 80s, so they have had some success. It's interesting, their largest crowds in school history were from the year before they uh, transitioned to FCS, so it's kind of interesting that they've had not as good of crowds. Maybe winning yeah. is more interesting than being uh, in a higher league. I have no idea. I would think that once you kind of get down to that level, it might be. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, around in our area, we've got PLU, which is a Division three program. But, you know, they draw pretty okay crowds down to – they've actually played down here in Puyallup. Um, but they draw – and they're out in, you know, Parkland, almost Tacoma. Right. And so they draw pretty decent crowds, though, because, you know, they're a successful program. And even though it's, you know, a lower level. So I think I think people like winning for yeah. sure. And uh, they don't like losing, oddly enough. And uh, the Bears have done quite a bit of that. Um, <laughs> they lost their opener to San Jose State. Interesting, they didn't play any FBS programs this year. They're doing two uh, games uh, last year that they didn't play any FBS programs. This year they're playing two. Um, uh, uh, San Jose State paid them $375,000. We are paying them $425,000. So they are decided to go out and make eight hundred grand to help pay for their football program and whatever else. Those are pretty um, small amounts too, for what yeah, it's worth. Yeah, pretty, I think they're kind of getting hosed. Yeah. Well, I saw San Jose State's attendance was like thirteen. Well, that one make that one make, yeah. that one makes sense. But yeah, ours is pretty pretty good deal just for to get a W. But I guess you know they're not really providing much. Uh, you know, uh, they're not a big draw. No. So we wouldn't pay them what we'd pay maybe even like a New Mexico state or, a, you know, an, an FBS sure. uh, mountain West type team, even, you know, obviously mountain West will cost more, but um, cause you expect more people to come. Uh, but yeah, so 425 K and uh, they might need it just to patch up their pride after this. Uh, they, <laughs> they uh, um, don't look good. They averaged, 3.4 yards per play against San Jose State. Oh, dear San goodness. Jose State was projected by Bill Con- Connolly to finish 103rd in defensive SP+. Plus. Yeah. So it's not a good defense that they're averaging 3.4 uh, yards per play against. Uh, yeah. Jeff, just how bad is 3.4 yards per play? <laughs> well, I think maybe the easy way to do it is to put it in the context of what New Mexico State did, right, which is – uh, they were what, like 4.5, right. 4.7, something like that. So you're talking a full yard per play worse than that across an entire season. Like the, the, like bottom 20 ish, like if you're in the bottom 20 ish of, uh, t- of yards per play on offense in FBS, you're gaining like, I read around like five yards per play, something like that. And that's what uh, Northern Colorado averaged last year across the whole season. Right. In FCS. Um, They, 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 (laughs) they rotated quite a few quarterbacks. They've had a lot of injuries. Uh, Their, their quarterback, Jacob Nip is a sixth year senior. He's pretty, he's put up some pretty nice numbers, but he's just played bits and pieces of different seasons. He he's been injured a lot. Um, but he, I mean, he has his, his, he's averaged 7.9 yards per attempt over his career, including this last San Jose state game where he averaged, which is pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) He only averaged four (laughs) against San Jose state. Of course, uh, that's against an FBS level team. So 
So uh, uh, we can see, he, I, I'm sure he's getting, I would, he's going to get pressured. Uh, they gave up 46 sacks last year. That's only against 385 passing attempts. So that's, it's, it's, no, we're not talking like WSU level slinging the ball out here. 46 sacks. They gave up four sacks and 44 attempts the first game. Um, I saw that he rushed the ball eight other times. I'm guessing that those weren't all designed QB rushes, so he's probably scrambling out of pressure a few times. Yeah. Um, so I I think that one of the keys here, um, obviously not the keys to like winning the game. WSU could screw around and win this <laughs> game by five touchdowns. We but, would think. But, but, uh, but one of the keys, that, something important for us to look for is to see um, cause that we were talking about in our reaction to the last game, we weren't really that impressed with the defensive line, especially when it came to pressuring the quarterback, um, without a blitz, um, they should be able to destroy this offensive line. They're not very good. They better they're gonna be, be able they're going to be smaller. New Mexico state have big guys. They, they do not like they're, they're like you're, you're going down a whole nother level. Like, so, yeah. so like you're going from the, one of the worst FBS teams to one of the worst, worst FCS teams. It, it, there's, you know, it's, it's not like they should be able to dominate. They should be able to put pressure on them. So no matter how good, uh, Jacob Nip is. Uh, they should not be giving him much time to even find anyone open. No, and I mean, one of the interesting things I noticed from their first game is they did run eighty-five plays, which is sort of interesting because that's a lot yeah, of plays. That is a lot of plays uh, to be able to run. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, Nip uh, completed I don't know just a hair over fifty percent of his passes. Uh, you know, none of their running backs could exceed 4.0 yards per carry. Well, even on the the passes he completed, only 6.8 yards per completion. Yeah. That's not good. That is so so terrible. Like there bad. was their their leading receiver had 10 catches for 53 yards. Right. Like that's hard. It, it's yeah. Their their leader in uh, yards per catch was their running back. <laughs> he was the only one who could put together something reasonable on a yards per catch average. So yeah, they're, they're super bad. And I mean, it's, it, you know, it's, it's basically what we talked about. You know, it's, it's going to be WSU versus itself in this right. game and the defense it's going to be okay. So is, and, and, and something that's kind of been, uh, you know, we didn't really talk about this in, in Monday's podcast, but um, something that's sort of been floating around is this idea of, you know, why did Clay's sort of keep it so vanilla in that first right. game? Um, you know, was he trying to challenge his team to do something? Was he trying to figure out how good they really were? Uh, was he trying to not put something on film? I, I definitely don't think it's that. Like, I don't, right. I don't think that much matters. But I, I it's going to be interesting to see, do they do the same thing? And then are these guys able to maybe work on some stuff um, in a game where they shouldn't have to uh, extend themselves uh, too terribly much. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it, again, like the, the, the front seven should own this game and we like the, the back end should just be making routine plays. Like it, it shouldn't be difficult for them. Um, there's, uh, I wouldn't expect the running backs to get to the second level that often, um, I wouldn't expect the quarterback to have much time to throw. Um, it'll be interesting if they keep that same pace against WSU because 85, 85 plays is, uh, is pretty, uh, 
pretty pretty crazy amount of plays. Um, you wouldn't expect, especially an FCS team playing an FBS team, and especially a bad FCS team. You think they kind of slow it down? Um, they did have the forty-one runs to forty-four passes, so they're you know they're they're kind of running a more balanced offense and a lot of um, uh, or balanced in the in the a traditional term. Uh, not Mike Leach's term, but balanced offense in terms of run and pass. So uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, I do think that Nip has some talent. So if he does get some time, he'll be able to complete some passes. But um, I, I just, uh, I, I, if they, they, their field goal kicker hit all three of his field goals in the first game. So maybe they'll find their way to the, and he hit a 50 yarder. So maybe they'll find their way to the 35 at some point and they'll, They'll get a field goal. Then maybe they'll get a busted something. They don't even have an explosive kick returner, really. So I know, I it's going to take a, a huge mistake by WSU yeah. for them to score. And you know that's going to be the goal. I mean, you know the team's going to talk about it. They're going to be like, you know, this is a team that should not score on us, right? You know, that's going to be their mindset going in, which is which is good. Like that's that's really what they what they should be thinking. So, um, and, and I think if you know anything was sort of encouraging about the defense from the first game is it certainly didn't seem like there were like major you know blown you know whatever right. you know blown coverage blown whatever you know half half the team running one defense and half the team running another because the wristbands were wrong you know what i mean whatever like right. um it it certainly didn't look to the naked eye like that kind of stuff any of that kind of stuff had happened um and new mexico state to be fair so leach uh leach did heap a lot of praise on their quarterback so as we're kind of trying to figure right. out you know he did say that their quarterback was decent and and it was pretty clear they had a couple of guys who could play on other rosters you know and right. i don't think i don't think that's the case with northern colorado i think i think it's pretty clear that that they're not that kind of team so yeah it's uh you know they're gonna they're gonna be disappointed if they allow any points on this one um but you know you never know what happens if they you know let's say they get up real big you know 50 to nothing or whatever early in the third quarter empty the bench because you know you do have a short week coming up yeah and so the defense in particular, I think, I think that's less of a concern with the short offense. weekend, a long trip. Yeah. So I think that's less of a concern with the offense. I think we'll talk about that in a minute, obviously, but, um, you know, I don't think there's much of a concern with, okay, those guys are going to be tired. I think with defense, you feel like, okay, you know, if they can get in two good quarters, you can work out some of the, you know, a few more of the kinks, um, you know, you feel pretty good about that. And then you start, you know, subbing in those other guys pretty heavily, um, getting experience for guys like, you know, Travion Brown and, um, other right. guys who, you know, might be able to contribute for you down the road. I think, Tra- I think that's what you hope for on the defense. Travion Brown, the, uh, the star of the uni reveal this week. Yeah. How about that? That, that was, was pretty, weird. that was a pretty cool uni reveal. <laughs> Dude, their uni reveals have gotten 8,000 times better. I mean, they, 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 they hired an artist to create a custom song for the uni reveals. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, so the guy who's that, doing those now yeah. is doing a good job. I'm sure it's uh John Hevron. The digital media guy. They well, hired. they they hired they hired a they hired a musician to create the yeah that yeah. too so, yeah, yeah so it's, that, it's yeah. all good good job Wazoo yeah so I want that track I want to I want yeah. that uh, that new WSU song track yeah. but anyway so yeah that's that's how, that's how interesting Northern Colorado is uh, we're talking about the uniforms <laughs> yeah. but I will say these are the uniforms yes, uh, last time are. we wore them six sixty nine points very nice. nice very nice very nice. Should we take a quick break? 
Yeah, and then we'll talk about some offense. All right. And we're back. Cool, man. So this is the ex- this is what I'm here for. <laughs> How many touchdowns can we score? I mean, you're you're talking like New Mexico State had had some like you know better athletes on their defense, better players, and like when I'm looking across the board, like I was like, oh, this is a guy that can make some plays. This is a guy that makes plays. When I was looking at the Northern Colorado team, I no. was not I was not seeing those guys. They actually they uh, lost their best defensive back. Uh, he was going to be a senior. Um, but he had to, uh, medically retire, uh, because of some knee problems. Um, so they're, they were coming to the season already. He was, he was an, uh, all big, all big sky honorable mention. Um, I'll give his name, Sharan Board, Boyd Sharan. I've never seen that name before. Sharan Boyd Jr. Uh, but he, so he's not playing. Um, they have one senior on the entire roster in the defensive backfield. Um, he started all 11 games last year. He has like one interception in his entire career. Um, he's, uh, yeah. Uh, they, they had a safety lead them in tackles against San Jose state, which we all know is a very good sign. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, WSU That's has like experienced Paul Wolf. That. Yeah, yeah. We have law. We have a lot of knowledge of what that means when your safeties are making all the tackles. Dude, when I was writing the preview on Coog center, like I wanted to make that pause. Like and yeah. we know that from the Paul Wolf era, but I'm like, ah, uh, I'll save us from yeah. save us from thinking about that. It's even like more. when Dayon Buchanan was a freshman, and we were like, had hey, like a hundred and whatever. This Dayon Buchanan kid might be a player. He's making a thousand tackles back there. Yeah, I think <laughs> Dayon Buchanan had like an 18 tackle game when he was a freshman or something. Oh <laughs> my cause, god, because he was making like desperate tackles, yeah. like. Yeah, game-saving, yeah. not game-saving, touchdown-saving tackles. Know, they there were was no game games saving. to save. There was no, there were no games to save. That is correct. Uh, but so. yeah, I'm sure. I you know I'm thinking that's probably what Jerome Jackson was doing last week yeah. for uh, yeah. Northern Colorado. Um, you got to yeah. think so. San Jose State seven point nine yards per pass against Northern Colorado. San Jose yeah. State sucks. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, yeah we know we know all about that. Um, as I'm looking at the uh, ESPN uh, box score here, they said Josh Love's QBR was 86.7. And if you're not familiar with QBR, I mean, most people aren't, but that's actually a really good number. Like 100, yeah, I, yeah. I think 100 is perfect, if I remember right. So, like, yeah, 80, I think I've never seen yeah. higher than that. So and and I, I think it's kind, it might be like a percentile thing. Again, I'm not totally positive about this, but, uh, but I, I know that 86.7 is actually a really good number. So for, uh, and, and again, you know, it's a year later, whatever, but, um, you know, San Jose State's offense was, was fairly pitiful last year. And, and well, I remember, so, I remember last year, the, watching the game and and uh just like we were rooting for them to stay under 100 yards for the game and i think they hit over it like really late in the fourth quarter um yeah. they barely got over 100 total yards yep. so yeah it was it was, it was yeah that was like the most interesting part of the san jose state game yep. last year yeah and i you know honestly that could be like this this year uh, against northern colorado but yeah um wsu uh was 10 yards in attempt against new mexico state anthony yeah. gordon was at 12 like so it's just I there's if if San Jose State could throw the ball on these guys, um, I just don't I just don't see that. Like um, one thing I cited in my preview that they had North Carolina had eight sacks last year, eight the entire Total. season, the whole season. 
Oh my god! They have they okay. They had one sack, and it was by a freshman lineman in, in, yeah. in against him. So maybe they brought a new guy a little bit better. But honestly, like I just don't see them getting any pressure. No, and what's I mean, you look at last weekend. So I'm looking at uh, their game. They had what? Okay, so they had one sack. They had three tackles for loss. They had two passes defensed and one quarterback hurry. So one sack and one hurry. Uh, so twice they two times the in thirty one attempts they pressured the quarterback, and that's San Jose State, who we again it's a year later, not the same team, et cetera, et cetera. But, but they we, were projected uh, like I believe uh, in the one twenties and offense for SP plus with right. Bill Con. Like they're not, which is all based on returning talent, recruiting, yeah. et cetera. And we annihilated their quarterback repeatedly last year. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's they're not going to get any pressure from their line. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, so New Mexico State obviously blitzed quite a bit. Tried to mix in, you know, guys coming from here and there. Tried to confuse Gordon, which obviously did not work. Um, so so they got be- they got some like Gordon did really well with guys in his face. Oh yeah, like, I, I think he could like. A lesser quarterback could, yeah. would have done worse at times, but when there was dudes a lot were of, coming, yeah. he knew where to go with the ball. He knew yeah. how to get it to the right spot quickly. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to see if Northern Colorado tries to do the same thing, which would seem to me to be very stupid, oh, or yeah. if they just try to do kind of a shell thing where they can rally. Now, chances are good they're not going to, right? I mean, I think they're they're obviously toast no matter what they do, but it's going to be kind of interesting to see the strategy they try to yeah, employ. Yeah, it's, it's got to be tough as a coach to be like, well, let's sit back and do shell, and then, and then because you're running against the air raid, there's always a guy open, and then... And then our athletes are too good right. for them to do this rally thing right. too. Right. Um, so, so let them catch it and then not tackle them because because <laughs> you know. they're incredibly difficult to tackle. Right. You know, give it to Des Patman and good luck there. You know, I mean, if we do Travell Harris, yeah. If they luck, do, you know. if they do do that, you'll probably see. You know, Max Borgie only got two targets last game. You'll probably see his bar- targets go up. So they really want to tax Ma- tackle Max Borgie. Yeah. Not, good luck on that. Not when he's running straight into the line, but when he's out in space <laughs> and he has no one right. around him and he's <laughs> got luck. five yards to size up your defender. Go ahead. That's that good works luck. really well for pac 12 defenders so yeah um good luck with your fcs guys but yeah Yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they play that they'll be i mean you got to find interesting obviously one of the most interesting things we're going to be rooting for them kooks to get to 70 you know we we just want to get that monkey off our back this is probably in in analyzing games this is the, the 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 probably the like the best chance just like even Bill Connolly's SP Plus has it at sixty-four to four, <laughs> yeah. and and that's the that's <laughs> those are that's funny. A, that's like the median score, right? Right. So it's not that far on on the scale to get over to seventy right. from there. So that would include you know a whole bunch of scores that are seventy something to zero. Yeah, you know, exactly. Kind of stuff. I mean, there's probably scores in there that are like eighties, and so yeah. just to, to have sixty-four be the like yeah. mid middle of the road, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a. Uh, uh, yeah, this is this is definitely um, a, a crazy, crazy mismatch. Um, yep. and, and just when you uh, when you I've, I've previewed WAC playing some FCS teams before, and this is this is definitely the worst one I've ever seen. And it it's yeah. I I I, uh, I I think that 
Like I, I'm actually it, it, expecting 70 points. And, 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 but the only thing that might change that is we just totally go full on backups in the yeah. third quarter. Third quarter, you know, but even like, time. I mean like third string. Cause I'm, I, yeah. I, Cause we saw like, it really didn't fall off. A t- I mean, it fell off from Gordon to Gabrud a little bit, but then it, it really fell off at Tinsley. Um, against New Mexico State, but I think even Tinsley could have quite a bit of success against yeah. Northern Colorado and and yep. you know Brandon Gray and and those like third string guys. Yeah. So um, you know I don't know. Like well, look, Brandon Gray. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, so Brandon Gray is a great example. Let's be honest. Brandon Gray, if he played three years ago, would be our second string guy at you know at X right. or Z like he'd be right. he'd be like a second string type guy right now he's just kind of buried right <laughs> you know so yeah it's it's the thing is that with this is that really the only thing i think that could make it drop off is lack of timing lack of cohesion or if they just slow it down like they did last game right so they definitely slowed it down. fourth quarter fourth quarter they really slowed it down like they were snapping the ball with you know just a few seconds left on the clock um you know obviously bringing tinsley in sort of disrupted the rhythm because gabrud really more or less picked up where gordon left off he wasn't as explosive but you know obviously the the offense was still in, in pretty good shape tinsley came in hit a little speed bump and then of course everything slowed down from there i think one thing i'd really like to see is cam cooper I'd like to see him get some live reps against another defense. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see him get some reps with uh, with some of, not necessarily the starters, but maybe like the two. And I understand the number twos are pretty much like starters anyway, but really just kind of mixing in those two, three guys, I hope. Um, let him throw to some of those guys. Really would like for him to get some live reps. I, I don't know if that's in the cards because, you know, Leach seems intent on maybe giving Gordon, or sorry, giving uh, Tinsley some some you know, just some reps a little bit either for, uh, for reward or, or, you know, to keep up this illusion that he and Gabrud are still sort of battling for the backup spot. So I I think there's some of that, but I I think there's a ton of value in Cam Cooper getting some reps in this game and, um, and maybe not even just like, you know, a meaningless drive at the end, but maybe like the whole fourth quarter. I think that's kind of, I think there's way more value in that than there is in giving Tinsley, you know, a whole bunch of reps. I mean, even if, I mean, I would even go so far as to say if this team somehow lost Gordon, lost Gabrud, I think at that point I'd like him to turn to Cooper anyway. So, but yeah, that's probably a conversation for another day. (laughs) That's, that's an excellent point. Um, So, so do, so, uh, shades of 97 against the Louisiana squad. Oh my God. I was at that game, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> that was dad's weekend. <laughs> we could have scored. We could have scored a hundred in that game. If yeah. Mike, if Mike price had wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think this is that that's how I think drop 70 will go here. It'll be more if the team wants to, um, in, you know, in, in Mike Leach's, uh, philosophy, technically they should be playing till the end. You know, Mike Leach's the Texas tech, they scored 80 in a big 12 game once. So, yep. Um, they like, I mean, that was back when the air raid was still freaking people out and not people didn't know what to do with it. But (laughs) uh, I do think that if the opportunity presents itself, I I don't think Leach wants to, I I think he's not real keen on just total embarrassment. Right. I mean, I think, you know, he knows they're completely overmatched. Well, yeah. And they're Um, not, it's, yeah, it's, you're not playing a pac 12. I mean, if it's a pac 12 team, sure. Like let's score a hundred if we can, but, um, 
you know, for this, I, I wouldn't be surprised again if you see the backups pretty quick in the second half. I don't think you'll see them see the starters pulled before halftime, but I think you'll see the backups pretty quick in the second half, presuming they've got a six or seven touchdown lead at that point. And then, right. um, you know, from there you may again, see the pace sort of slow down a little bit, uh, you know, rather than it. I mean, there's just nothing, there's nothing to be gained by, I don't know, like scoring 70. I mean, I think as long as the margin is, you know, in the forties or fifties, I think that does the job. Yeah. I think the probably the, you might want to take prob- away from it. Probably they'll be more concerned about the shutout than anything. Honestly. And get in that and, you know, making sure guys are ready for the Friday game down in Houston. You yeah. Know, again, like you said, short week, you know, long flight down to Houston. Um, you know, they're going to want to make sure that guys are fresh. And I think particularly on defense. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think about a the score then? Oh goodness. Uh, let's go an even 70 zero. Yeah. 10 touchdowns, zero points, no field goals. I'm going that direction. I'm going to go, um, 73 to three, just, uh, there you like go. They, they sneak a field goal in there. Very disappointing. But then we, uh, I dig it. We we get it. We get a, a touchdown to get over seventy in the fourth quarter, and okay. all all, uh, all all fourteen of us still in the stadium are ecstatic. <laughs> oh, you're gonna stick around just to see if they can get to seventy. Oh yeah, that's I was that's what I was doing in Mexico State. I was like, come on. You need to make on. a sign. You need to make a sign so that you can hold it up. Hashtag drop seventy and try and get on Pac twelve Washington. And when he says you, he means you listening. No, I mean literally you, Craig. No, I'm I'm up under the I'm up under the hood. Like you oh, can't. Oh, they'll find you. You can't you can't see me. No, you'll if be able to move down. Go sit it, down with it, all the football parents sitting in front of you. No, no if yeah, exactly. Well, they <laughs> they, uh, they but if you're a student and you listen to this podcast for some reason, yeah. uh, bring a sign that says "Drop Hash, 70. Hashtag, hashtag Drop Seventy. Um, if I see that, I will be over the moon. That'd Absolutely. be like a five star review. Which yes, you hey hey, if you're listening to this. Uh, feel free to leave us a five-star review That's right. and uh, go ahead and hit subscribe. If you're not subscribing, subscribing to subscribing. us. Yeah. Subscribed. If you're not subscribed. Subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else to add to this? I mean, this is... Uh, this is good podcasting. There's a, there's a couple good games to watch this weekend, and uh, I'll probably yeah. be in Valhalla watching that. Uh, yeah. Dub game and the the uh, the Texas. What is it? Uh, Texas and uh, yeah. There's there's some really Texas LSU. Yeah, that's there's the some one. really good games this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get the flu again so that I can sit in front of my TV and just watch football all day. All right, and uh, all right. So uh, go Cougs drop seventy. And right. uh, thanks everyone. All right, go Cougs. <laughs>